All the skeptics and all the people have a little bit of... Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, pal. And I have half the brain that you do! Trying to make me look like a jackass! Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another action-packed episode of I Don't Know Shit, The Life and Times of Psycho Sid. This is the 14th episode. It's time for a sit-along. I am Brent Piles, of course, and with me, as always, to do my sit-along. I can't watch him powerbomb people on my own. It's at J. Russell Nutt, Glenn Abbott. Glenn, how you doing? Well, you could, but it wouldn't be so much fun. Uh, yeah, probably <laughs> not for me and probably not for it's better to do things with a group than by yourself right yes yes <laughs> like that goes for lots of things in in life uh, have, you yeah, seen, yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie grease glenn i have have you seen this the not so good second grease movie i have unfortunately yeah, well, okay, so there's the part where they're, like, telling everybody over the loudspeaker about, you know, tryouts for the band. And they're like, but, but remember, it's always more important to play with others than to play with yourself. And then all the kids start laughing. Yeah, well. That's, that's, all the 30-year-old kids. Yeah. <laughs> I've never thought that after John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, that they could have actually got older actors to play them in the second movie. So, yeah, it's actually pretty fucking amazing. Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> was in the second one, wasn't she? Yes, she was. The Pink Ladies. She, he's a cool writer. I had a cousin, a male cousin, who had a really unhealthy relationship with the second Grease movie. Oh, right. Oh, well, I suppose everybody has their little peccadilloes. Yeah, I guess everybody has a, that weird movie that they like that no one else likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I never understood it. It's like I could get, I could get it. Like if you were obsessed with the first Grease movie, totally. Like I would totally understand that. But why the second one? I just didn't. No. Didn't understand. That's one that they shouldn't have done a second one to. No, they just yeah no. They didn't deserve a second. It didn't need a second one. It made no, no. sense. Anyway. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't even know how we got there. <laughs> <laughs> it was doing things together rather than on your own. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. So, wow. You never know when you turn on an episode of AWI Pod. We might talk about power bombs. We might talk about Greece. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows, Glenn? But as you know, last week we saw Psycho Sid turn his back on Hulk Hogan after Hulk Hogan screwed him God. over in the Royal Rumble in 1992. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought we'd we could hear a little promo from Hulk Hogan about the way he feels about Sid leaving him. You know, since they got this big match that we're building to a WrestleMania, I figured we'd get a Hogan promo too. So let's hear how Hulk Hogan feels, mostly about his best friend Bruce the Barber Beefcake. 
You know something mean, Gene? Tonight on Saturday Night's Main Event, Sid Justice proved two things. Number one, he's nothing but a liar, and he knows nothing about friendship, man. When I was in the center of the ring, fighting for my life, I reached for the tag. He wasn't there. I was fighting again. When I reached again, all I saw were those stone-cold eyes, just like the ice-cold blood that runs through his veins, man. And then finally, brother, when I broke away, when I made the final lunge to save my life, he turned his back on me and all those little Hulkamaniacs, brother. But thank God for Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Thank God for Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Sid. I mean... Everything like, he said there made me love Sid even more. I can't argue with that. <laughs> it's hard to go back and look at this and look at it any other way than Hulk Hogan's the asshole here. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't see how you can't look at it any other way. Yeah, but people didn't think of it back then. Yeah, it was just like the we love Hulk. The sun shone out of his backside, and Hulk Hogan could do no wrong. And whenever we watch Hulk Hogan, he's always doing heel shit too. Never noticed that as a child, but no. I noticed it a lot as an adult. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, if I was going to tell you that we were going to watch Sid beat up a guy in a holy shirt, could you guess who that holy shirted gentleman might be? Brutus. No, close. He would have holy pants. This guy's got oh. a holy shirt. It's the Brooklyn Brawler. Brooklyn Brawler, ghost. Yeah, so let's put it up on the screen here. Let's watch Sid beat, beat up the Brooklyn not Brawler. Here we go. Not your average jobber, they. No, not your average jobber. I mean, he, you know, he's been around. Yeah, he, he's up there at the top of the echelon of jobbers. Yeah, that's true. He's in the top ten of jobbers. Mm. He's up there with like Barry Horowitz. Here comes Sid. He's in the blue. I'm I'm gonna assume this had been he had not quite turned heel yet, just by the reactions of the fans. But maybe they just love him anyway. They're just like us. They're like fuck Hulk Hogan. He's selling merch. So. Yeah, he's got. An, I mean, that wasn't a really a good picture of him. But <laughs> I wouldn't have done that. You idiot. Yeah. So Brawler uh, <laughs> is about to get his ass whooped. He attacked Sid from behind here. When he no sold it the first time, why would you try and hit him again? Uh, yeah, it's just... time to run away. Now it's the time. Yeah, now it's the time to run. He, he hit him so hard that Earl Hebner sold it. Watch. Yeah. Hey, pow! Hebner said, "Ow!" Oh, 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 yeah. Hebner felt it all the way over there. He got shockwave from it. There we go. Those are some tight britches there by the the brawler. Hmm. Oh, he didn't get very high elevation on the choke slam there. He's a big lump of lead, isn't he, the brawler? He is. Oh, now his shirt's really ripped. The Brooklyn Brawler, Steve Lombardi. If there was a Mount Rushmore of jobbers, I think you'd have to put the brawler on it, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. The brawl, brawler, Mario Mancini. Um uh, As you said, Barry Horowitz. Bear Horowitz. Who's the who should be the last one? The last one's a hard one to think here. Mm, yeah. Iron right. Mike Sharp, maybe? Maybe, yeah. He did He did his fair amount of, did a lot of jobbing. Yeah. Today. You can also put guys like maybe uh uh S D Jones up there, maybe a pistol piss Watley, perhaps. Again, I don't know how we got into discussing jobbers, but here we are. <laughs> Uh, that's a part of it. part of the remit, isn't it? Really, it really is. He's punishing the brawler here. The brawler is a fucking disheveled mess. He's got a ripped pocket. His shirt's all dirty and torn. It's just a mess. Here we go. 
You think he's going to be able to give him the helicopter powerbomb? I doubt it. Yeah, I know. I doubt it, too. Yeah, there we go. Nice solid powerbomb. Yeah, nice sedate one, that one. That lady likes it. She likes it a lot, Glenn. Mm. Oh, <laughs> look at that face. A face only we can love. Oh, I want that poster on my wall, Glenn. Yeah. Be a great place for it, right? I, actually, I don't have any room for it. I don't even know where I would put it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, Glenn. Maybe I'll put it right here on this wall right here. Nobody else will be able to see it, but at least I'll be able to look at it while I'm podcasting. <laughs> here we go. He did get his feet up off the ground, but not very high. No, he didn't help him a lot there. And then the power bomb. I mean, I don't think Steve Lombardi was ever known for his athleticism. No, no. <laughs> no, certainly not. Certainly not. So there we go. Sid destroys the Brooklyn. Oh, we got more. We got 30 seconds left here. Maybe. No, they're just going to zoom in on his face. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about WrestleMania 8, Glenn. Mm. WrestleMania 8. Who's your dome? Happy Hoosier Dome. I want to do something different around WrestleMania season. And I want to uh, watch an old WrestleMania for us to laugh at. And then I want to review a good old WrestleMania. And I want that good old WrestleMania to be WrestleMania 8. Oh, definitely. I love WrestleMania 8. It's in my top five, probably top three of all-time favorite WrestleManias. And I would love to discuss it with other wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. But now, Glenn... It's time for old Sid to take his appearance on the barbershop, Glenn. Are you ready to watch Sid at the barbershop? Yeah. This is going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Brutus, the barber, speaking. Are you strutting and cutting, Glenn? Welcome to the barbershop. Boo! My guess this week. <laughs> this guy sucks. Turned his back on Hulkamania. Turned his back on Hulk Hogan. He is Sid Justice. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! That motherfucker's got a Sid shirt on and he's booing him. Look at this guy, Glenn. Look at this fucking poser right here. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Anyway, yeah. Hey, I got the twat. Twat of the week. This guy. <laughs> he probably only bought the, the Sid Justice merch because he well, was... I guess, you know, everybody wants to know kind of what's happening here. You know, I guess it all started back in Royal Rumble when... <laughs> You took advantage of the Hulkster's back when he was about to dump Ric Flair out, and you dumped him out over the top rope instead of facing him man to man. And I guess we all knew what happened when you let everybody know that you wanted the title shot. And then what about those comments? What about those surly comments about the Hulkster? And how when they announced Bruce is the worst the interviewer ever was gonna get the yep. title shot and you weren't. <laughs> and then said Justice, what about the apology you made to Hulk Hogan and how you said that you were gonna show him what a true friend is all about? 
and you left them in the ring of Saturday night's main event. I guess you did show them just what a friend isn't all about. But then, you know, just hit it. With the friendship that's hey, touched. Shut your <laughs> thinking mouth. Get it simple. Fight I don't care about you or that fat pig Hulk Hogan <laughs> and your friendship. <laughs> and I don't care if he has one thinking friend out here either. <laughs> but I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to rearrange your face. Looks like game. Why wouldn't you? I would have ran already. What are you like? Oh. He's reading the Janetti window. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> He's found Hogan's staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is imposing. exploding everywhere <laughs> it just made it even better <laughs> oh. uh, with uh, allegedly uh, what Brutus used to supply Ogun with all the talcum powder allegedly talcum powder going everywhere was another little fine touch to it <laughs> yeah goddamn pal <laughs> Everything is pro wrestling. It all ties together at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was um, pretty goddamn amazing. But now we have let's let's hear more. Let's hear another promo from Psycho Sigla. What do you think? Oh yeah, keep them right. Keep them let's go. The facts, okay? At Royal Rumble, you took the easy way out, didn't you, Hogan? Instead of facing me, you went after Ric Flair. Okay, when Saturday Night Main Event come around, you went to Jack Tunney. Why? Two reasons. One, it's, again, you didn't have to face me one-on-one, -on -one, and you had a better chance of coming out winning, didn't you? Well, you proved to me and all the people in the world that you are nothing but a coward. And when it comes to mania, I can assure you that night I will prove that. All you have to do is go to your friend to the end, Brutus. Ask him how it feels to be at my feet. How it feels to be like a trapped animal. And I am the hunter. And I could have pulled the trigger at any second. I could have crushed your face in a million pieces. And when media comes and the smoke clears, 
the people will stand and they will say Sid Justice rules. There you go. Mm-hmm. Sid Justice rules the world. Yeah. Of course, Glenn. And I apologize once again for the good promo, but there's nothing I can do about it. No, we can't help it. He's cutting decent promos. I we just we just watched him chase Bruce Bruce off with the chair, bust up the entire barbershop, yeah. push it over with shaving cream all over his face. So if that's not crazy enough, I don't know what is. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, now we're gonna watch him beat up a man named Ed Robinson. All He's right. also gonna have a new slash old manager with him in this one, and that's Harvey Whippleman. As you'll remember when he was uh, in in uh, CWA, Downtown Bruno was his manager. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Ring, ring announcer Mike McGurk with a very 1990s two haircut. It's a lot of hairspray. There we go. Let's see. Let's listen to Harvey introduce him here. Nobody announces the man who rules the world Uh except for me, Harvey Whippleman. Whippleman? I want all of you peons to stand up on your feet and show respect to the man who rules the world, Sid Justice. Here he comes. Harvey Whippleman is hardly going to protect him, is he? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Harvey Whippleman could protect himself from a wet paper bag, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't know. He might be a shooter. I don't don't know anything about downtown. Talk about take 10% for nothing. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. A working Dale. It's bad news for Dale because he's got fucking uh, white trunks on. So I'm sorry, Ed. Bad news for Ed. He's got white trunks on. So mm. I ain't sensing a mood. He's wearing red, Glenn. That means he's ready for pain. Yep. To inflict pain, I mean. Here we go. I was, I was going to say he's going to hit an I early power bar spot. Here. Yeah, he's got a hell of a bald spot, doesn't he? Grabbed his bald spot there. <laughs> I'll say he grabbed his hair. He grabbed his non-hair. Oh, that was just about as good as choke slam as he got on the brawler. Yeah, no elevation on that one either. No, there wasn't a lot of help there. Definitely not. Oh, this lady's like, oh, it's gonna be okay, little Dimmy. He is <laughs> not gonna be hiding in the closet tonight. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, darn it! I was kind when of. Where do you see their spines? Shoot up through their chest, then you know that's a good power bomb. Yeah, she was like a fucking cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) Sid is the winner over Ed Robinson. I know Glenn really thought Ed was going to pull this out, Glenn, but he didn't. Sorry. Maybe next week. No, I didn't. (laughs) I wasn't that delusional. (laughs) Yeah, I've never been that fucked up. Harvey now trying to make sure the man's alive. Harvey Whippleman is a doctor, isn't he? Yeah, but he's got his stethoscope there. So. Nope, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. He's poking me in the last rites. Yeah, he is bleeding <laughs> in his last rites, and it's a dead man. <laughs> oh, they are even the stretcher out. Let's see. Are they going to get him on the stretcher? Oh, man. I wouldn't want to fight this guy. The last one that tried to, to, to leave on the stretcher, that didn't go very well, did it? That's what I'm saying. No, here we go. Get him out of here quick. Wheel him out quick. Not wasn't quick enough. 
You weren't fast enough. He's checking him. <laughs> he said, stop. Let me see real quick. Oh, he's still alive. Let me face it. Oh, he can do something about that. <laughs> Hold on, he's living. Let me fix that. I'll do something about that real quick. <laughs> no, oh, wow. I can yeah. take care of that. Yeah, he doesn't need to go to the hospital, guys. I got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just go to take you straight to the morgue. <laughs> no, Glenn. He's going to beat up somebody who I believe uh, was in the AW iPod Rumble last year, and he may or may have not won it. It's You'll see uh-huh. as soon as I put up on the screen. It's Dale right. Wolf. I can't remember if he was the one that won it, but he was in it. Yeah, he was the dancer in the last two, wasn't he? It was him and someone else, I believe, in the final two. One of them mm-hmm. won it, but I can't remember which one. But anyway, he's going to beat up old AWI Pod Hall of Famer Dale Wolf. So that should be interesting. Here we go. Where's Sid? I don't see Harvey Whippleman. Oh, there he is. There he is. <laughs> he's making his way to the ring to tell fucking. Uh, this guy, oh. who the hell is that guy? <laughs> That's not Mick McGurk, is it? No, it's not even Howard Finkel. I don't know who that was. <laughs> I have no idea who that guy was. Oh, I don't, and I don't even want to know what Arby said to him. All right, here comes Big Sid. He's got the black on this time. It's like the 1997 look, huh? Yeah. Perhaps he's in mourning for the, the last jobber that he killed. Yeah, it could be. That's probably what it is. What's that guy? What's that? Oh, he ripped up a. Why would you do that, sir? Paid all that money for a poster and then go rip it up. He's like that guy. Remember the guy at WrestleMania 35 or no, at 38, I think it was, that bought the the floor tickets at WrestleMania so he could flip off Cody Rhodes? Like, oh, yeah, good job, dumbass. You really showed him by spending thousands of dollars to go to WrestleMania. <laughs> Here we go. Sid now working. Oh, poor, Dale. poor Dale. Hall of Famer. AWI Pod Hall of Famer. Potentially AWI Pod Rumble winner slash runner up. We don't, we ought to, I can't fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't remember which one it was. He might be a back-to-back one. But actually, if we get Rob and Dan on that thing, that'll be five of us. There'll be no extra spots. No. <laughs> just in case just in case he wasn't sure, use a chair on him as well. He's like, you know what? I didn't kill the last guy fast enough. I'll hit this guy with the chair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> huh? Even Harvey Whippleman's like, I don't know, man. That might have been too far. <laughs> <laughs> just power. This is keeping his distance. <laughs> they not, he, he's so scared of City, he didn't even call for the bell. He said, you know what, we're going to let it go. No, he just, it was just a power bomb. I thought that one was going to fly there for a minute. He flew, but I forgot. He might, oh, yeah. He crashed. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's like a human bobblehead. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy, Dale. Dale's about to go for a ride, I believe. I hope they paid you well for this, Dale. One, two, three, and that's it. Dale Wolf is... Switchy. Switchy. He's going to the board. Dale died. Dale died. 
Oh, Whippleman's going to check him, though. Don't worry about it. Everybody just calm down. Harvey Whippleman is a doctor. <laughs> They're so fast with these. These fucking people are so fast with the gurneys. Jeez, Lord, man. Oh, he's dead. They're giving him his last rights again. That's if you keep track at home, that's two people that Sid's murdered. You wouldn't want Harvey Whippleman as your doctor, though. No. Because that's twice now that he's uh, diagnosed somebody's died and they were hadn't. <laughs> yeah, he's just I don't I don't believe that man's ever been to medical school. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't think yeah. Oh, it's okay. Now Sid's gonna check him out because Sid's a doctor. He went to medical school. I'm not gonna argue with him. Oh no, they got a they got a fucking sign for him. Oh, call nine one one. Oh, they put a Hogan bandana on him too. Mm. Now he's gonna fucking close on the fuck out of him. Yep. Well, that, that was better than the last one. <laughs> it was better than the last one. Harvey, it's a woman's lighting up a cigar. Oh, here comes. Here comes Virgil and another man in fluorescent green pants. Oh, this is that moment. I don't know what moment you're referring to, so I guess we're about to find out. Ain't Virgil we? after this spends months with his nose all taped up because Sid breaks it. Oh well, he shouldn't have been out there fucking with Sid. Virgil knows that right now he should have been at fucking Olive Garden eating breadsticks, counting that fuck money. He knows he shouldn't even be here. I think his shoot breaks it. That could very well be. He looks like he's having some problems already. Sid now stalking his prey like a lion stalking a gazelle. Oh, you cannot, you can't count on the men in the, in the, in the, in the candy cane britches, Glenn. He might be able to pull this thing out. Oh, got a duck under. Oh, no. Now he's dead. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Now what's he doing? He's pointing at Harvey Whippleman. What's Harvey got in his bag? Oh, no, he's taking the turnpike off. off. Oh, snap. Here it comes. I imagine he said something like, this is for you, Hulk Hogan. But in less Southern than I just sounded. There we go. What's he going to do to poor Virgil? It's a good thing the mayor's not here to see this because he's a big Virgil fan, so this might break his heart. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad the mayor's not watching this one with us. What's he going to do? He's now... The, the fans are chanting Hogan, but he ain't going to come save Virgil. <laughs> there we go. And that's where he did it. He throws his face into the exposed turnbuckle. I kicked him in the face for good measure. <laughs> yep. And if that wasn't enough, he kicked him in the face two more times to make sure it was really broken. So there we have it. Sid beat up the Brooklyn Brawler, murdered Ed Robinson, almost murdered Bruce the Barber Beefcake, and murdered a can of sh shaving cream while busting up the barbershop. And then he murdered Dale Wolf, and now he has murdered um, Virgil all the same. So if you're counting the bodies at home, that's three of this episode. <laughs> he is going to need medical attention. Please. Hulk Hogan rules forever. Because it always looked quite... I remember it because it always looked quite hilarious. So he had all his nose taped up for months. Yeah, he had like a big... I remember it was like a big white thing. that was like Yeah, was big, was yeah like... I remember it. I remember it now too, yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. Virgil's face is broken. Psycho <laughs> Sid's a winner once again. And that brings this episode to a close. We'll be back next week with more sitting. 
as we'll have a look at Sid taking on. Let me have a look see here. We'll have we'll see a two on one handicap match featuring Ooh. Sid. Oh, two deaths at once. Two deaths at once. Yeah, two deaths at the same damn time. And I also found an interesting battle royal. It's a 20-man battle royal that took place at Madison Square Garden. It has the likes of Brian Nobbs, uh, Hercules, Haku, Jim Bronzel, the Repo Man, Rick Martell, Skinner, the British Bulldog, the Undertaker, the Warlord, and Hulk Hogan. And we're definitely going to watch that with the mayor. We're going to get that on the next episode as well, along with there's some tough guys on that in that Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's why we got to watch it because it's a great, it's, yeah. a, it's a battle royal and it's like a star-studded battle royal, you know. Certainly yeah, is. So we'll do, we'll be checking both of those out on episode fifteen, and that's it for this week. And we're just gonna have fun. Tell you goodbye. Goodbye. Well, the skeptics and all the people have a little bit. Of Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, pal. And I have half the brain to see you.